Welcome to the Turning Winds podcast. My name is Kevin Zundel. Turning Winds is a full continuum of care for teens who really need some more support uh, clinically and academically. Um, I'm speaking with a number of roles uh, at the program, and today's a really special one. Uh, it's with Eric, who heads up the admissions side of things. And I think we're looking at a critical time right now as school is about to start or has just started and really thinking, is now the time? What is so different about now than everything else? Um, so I hope this conversation is useful to you. When is the best time for treatment? Because so many parents right now have maybe spent a lot of time with their child during the summer. Things may have been a little hectic but then in the conversations that parents have with each other it's well let's let's wait till the school year starts and see how it goes you know maybe once they have some structure things will get a little better um what what do you sort of see when in your conversations with parents around that yeah sure well I, you know i think what i see kevin is there's um you know, understandably, parents, it's a difficult decision. I think we spoke about this, you know, previously. And, and so, um, you know, it's not something that's made overnight. There's a lot of conscious thought that goes into that. Um, you're not sporadically making that. And so, you know, for parents, um, I, I think a lot of times it's almost like a last resort, right? It's, it's the last thing they want to do. And they're they're battling with that you know, decision emotionally, but also knowing, hey, we think maybe this is, you know, in our child's best interest, particularly as things get progressively worse. Um, and ironically, with kind of the back to school theme, what, what I see happens a lot is this cycle where, um, you know, at the end of the school year, a lot of times with speaking to families, there's this, there's this thought of, well, we're going to hold and we're going to see how summer goes, right? Let's see, um, what happens there? Because, you know, summertime affords you're out of school, the child's out of school, um, you know, parents, not always, but often, you know, might have more opportunities for time off work, you know, PTO, things of that nature, a family vacation, you know, you have your kind of, you know, 4th of July, your summertime, you know, barbecues, these different things, more time together as a family, I think is kind of the general thought. And the hope of those parents is that's going to be what's needed, right? That's going to recenter our family. That's going to recenter our, our son, our daughter. Um, and, and hopefully that means we won't need to take this step of, of residential treatment, um, you know, in exploring turning winds and, and such. And, um, you know, while that sometimes works, I'm not here to say that it doesn't. More often than not, what I'd find is, you know, things will get progressively worse, right? And so this ideal, this vision they have doesn't pan out that way, right? And the vacation doesn't go as planned. Perhaps it even gets ruined because of the kid's behavior. It's, it's not as pleasant. Um, you know, maybe there's some legal troubles. Maybe they're sneaking out, running away, you know, any one of a number of things. And so, you know, as the summer progresses, parents are not kind of faced with this challenge as the school year approaches of, well, what do we do now, right? Things aren't getting better. They're, they're getting worse. We have a decision to make. Do we, do we pursue treatment or um, do we see how the school year goes? And, and unfortunately, what, what I tend to see is a lot of times the thought goes to, well, now that the school year is starting, let's see what happens, right? Now school affords us structure. 
right? There's less free time, right? There's extracurriculars, there's athletics, you know, back with peer group, you know, there's, there's all this happening. And so parents kind of divert thinking to kind of the opposite of what some are afforded. Well, now maybe that'll work. Um, you know, and I'm not trying to speak in any way ill to those families. I understand the logic. My family's been there myself um, or ourselves in, in my experience 15 plus years ago, but um, that doesn't work either more often than not, right? The child goes back to school, same behavior because they're taking themselves with themselves wherever they go. And again, potential for further consequences. Um, and so what we actually see is an influx of inquiries and admissions and such right around October and November, right? Where that, that kind of crash and burn happens, end of summer, summer didn't work out, school year starts, see how that goes. September doesn't go so well into October and then families are ready to take that take that step. And so, you know, what I find and I try to tell families is, is there's really not a perfect time, right? There's always going to be something there. And, and, and I get that. It's difficult to make that decision emotionally in the summer. It's, hey, we want to be together as a family. We have this vacation planned or 4th of July or, you know, different activities with the neighbors and all this and the nice weather. You know, in the school year, it's, well, you know, we want, you know, our son or daughter to, uh, be there with their peer group. We don't want them to fall back and separate from them. They're playing, you know, lacrosse or gymnastics or they're in band and we don't want to pull them from that. And so there's always something that they're going to have to step away from, you know, but at the end of the day, if it means them getting that help, really, that's what's that's what's most important. And I try to explain to parents, if you don't intervene, it reaches a point where they're just going to self-sabotage and all those opportunities are going to be destroyed anyway. So take the action now. So really the, the best time, the perfect time to act is, is now when they have that instinct of, you know, hey, we think things are getting pretty bad. If you're having those thoughts about, about pursuing treatment, that's the time to pursue treatment, you know, as opposed to waiting for some perfect scenario to happen. It's just not going to. Right. And so for, for, to the parent that's listening right now, you're probably the one who's actively researching and the, the other uh, parent is is likely the one who's helping to kick that can down the road where they're they're making that excuse. And so to the to, again to the parent listening, if this sounds familiar, it's because it's common and it's likely been going on for a number of years if you're listening to this and what you have to consider is that you're running out of years to do it. It will end. Years go by quickly and it's getting progressively worse. So it's it's really something to consider to make a call to, to understand that you're not the only one going through this. But in speaking to all the uh, parents that I have who've had their child go through treatment, they don't know why they waited so long. You know, they don't know why they were so resistant. Um, and I think that's really something to consider. What is what is the benefit of not making it better? Um, I don't know. Do you have any sort of final thoughts? Yeah, I think that's well said, Kevin. You know, and, and at the end of the day, I'm not here to, you know, it's there's a number of factors into why, you know, looking back, I, I think ultimately what's always important, and I have personal experience with this, like I said, with my family, is it's it's not criticizing parents for waiting on that decision. Um, you know, but I think a lot of times it's, it's just that fear. It's that fear of, you know, you know, we don't know the program or what does that mean for our child or what's the outcome going to be, or my son's going to hate me or my daughter's going to be upset at me. And, 
you know, I think deep down, if you ask any of those families that pursue that action, get their child in a treatment, they start that, that process, um, you know, you speak to them at that point, you know, a couple of weeks, couple months in, they'll look and say, you know, a lot of it was just their own fear, their own fear of what that was, the unknown, you know, and ultimately, unfortunately, it leads to denying, you know, taking that necessary action. Um, so I, I plead with parents, you know, don't let that stand in the way. We understand that. Uh, certainly, there's there's hundreds, thousands of families we've worked with that can sympathize with that. They've been in your shoes. That's that's very commonplace. Uh, but don't let that deter you, you know, from getting your loved one uh, that the help that they need. It's going to be difficult for them. It's going to be difficult for you, uh, not only to have your child placed here, but but even in that process as as they're going through treatment. Um, but it does get better. Um, you know, that healing process for your loved one and for the family collectively. And, and we're here to, you know, help you walk through that. Um, and you're not alone in that, but uh, it definitely is going to require some work. Uh, but through that work, you know, is, is a very rewarding process um, that I can tell you, you know, 100% uh, is worth it. You know, your, your son, your daughter, your loved one is, is going to do some work, uh, make some sacrifices, as are you, but it is 100% worth it. I can say that from, you know, my time working in the field and, and having gone through a treatment process myself 15 years ago. So I'd, uh, I'd encourage you to, uh, you know, be open-minded to that and keep that in mind. Perfect. Well, it was great talking with you again, and thank you for sharing. Yeah, likewise. Thank you, Kevin. So if this conversation resonates with you as a parent, um, I highly encourage you to call the program at 800-845-1380 or look at the wealth of resources that are available online at turningwinds.com.